Welcome to the Big Dreams Great Teams podcast with me, your host, Paula Maidens. I'm a mum of two, a hiring and leadership coach, speaker, ex-corporate recruiter and serial entrepreneur who is obsessed with teaching capable business owners just like you how to become graceful and powerful leaders surrounded by a team who perform like rock stars. On this podcast, we'll be talking about all things people, business and leadership because Big dreams need great teams. You simply cannot do it on your own. I'm excited to have you here. Let's dive in. My clients are all incredible humans, not because they are any different or more special than you. The reason they are incredible is because they're all looking in the mirror and asking themselves how they can be a better leader, how they can be better at leading their team, innovating their business and in turn getting the growth and the profit that they desire. None of my clients want to work so hard for so long that they burn out. So they already know that they need people to help them get where they want to be. They want to be doing less, not because they aren't incredibly hard workers willing to do whatever it takes to get it done, but because they know they need to work less to be able to keep working, to be able to sustain and continue in their business for many years to come. And I'm guessing that this is how you feel too. Lots of my clients who come and work with me in a three-month container, they already know they need a team. They're already well past that point of trying to hold on to everything themselves. And they've actually reached the next point in their journey, which is you know what, this needs to feel easier to be sustainable. For me to be able to keep going at this pace, It something needs to give, something needs to feel easier, which is why the next question they start to ask is, why does it feel so hard? I've got these people around me. Why does it feel hard? What do I need to do differently to get the team to do what I want them to be doing? And in turn, what they're actually asking is, What do I need to do differently as the leader to make this team the team I want them to be? And it's this step, it's this question, this leaning in, this is the bit that makes them incredible to me. And since you're here listening, I want you to know that I think you're incredible too because you're leaning in to learning and you're doing the work too. And when you do this work, when you work out how to lead, how to inspire, how to empower your team to do what you want them to do in the way you want them to do it, which will move your business towards your goals and towards your big dreams, when you work out how to do this, everything opens up and the sky's the limit. So as I've been sitting here in this reflective period of the year, over the festive season, as we open up and start back, into work for January, as I've been reflecting on all my incredible clients and what we've worked on in 2022, how they've transformed, something really common, well, one big common theme has really sort of come forward. And that's why I'm jumping on here today. I want to share with you that common theme, that big challenge that almost every single one of them has faced. And in fact, it's a challenge that I think every single entrepreneur that I talk to faces and this challenge causes them frustrations in their business. So let's dive into that big challenge and the lesson that we can all learn from it and the lesson I want you to hear and take into 2023. So 
lots of my clients feel a normal sense of frustration about they're not getting 100% of what they desire from their team. And in fact, I think that this is really common. No, this is really common across almost every CEO, every peer, every business friend that I have. There's an acceptance that maybe getting 70 or 60 or 80% of what you hoped is about all you know, you can, you can get. And it's almost like this level of acceptance of a frustration and a disappointment that I feel like is out there and almost being normalized. Whether the people on your team are making mistakes, whether you feel like you're having to repeat yourself, or whether you're just only sort of getting what you are really after, there's a common thread of acceptance that sits out there in the entrepreneurial world. And I think that you probably know what I'm talking about because I reckon that you're sitting there accepting not getting 100% what you hoped for as well. There are lots of reasons why this happens. And the biggest one that always comes up and always needs addressing is this concept of a lack of specificity in what you are asking people to do. Whether you're delegating tasks handing over responsibilities, creating a new role, starting a new project, or simply just getting more things off your plate, you need to be extremely specific if you want to get a specific result. And not being clear, so not being specific, well, it's basically like saying, I don't really care how you do this and I don't really care what you produce at the end because I haven't spent enough time or given it enough thought to get really clear to be able to tell you what I really want from you. Now, most entrepreneurs in general need to get better at being specific and being clear. So by not being specific and by not being clear, you're not getting the results you desire. And here's the kicker. Most people, most entrepreneurs that I talk to think that they're being specific enough, but they're falling way short. So it's almost like this big challenge that you don't realize that you're sitting in the middle of. Because by specific, I'm talking about clearly explaining in detail specifically what you want done, by when, in what way, and letting them know what is good enough and what isn't good enough with an example of what you like and an example of what you don't like. And where it's been done before, detailing whether you want a specific exact repeat or if you want some sort of variation to bring some newness to the thing you're doing again. It includes being specific about what you do not want to happen, what you do not want to see, and where good enough, what that looks like specifically. And then detailing how much input you want to have and what you want to see, where you want to review it or whether you just want to be told when it's totally finished and it's all done and dusted. And you can see that I've just listed off 12 levels and questions of details there. When you aren't specific to that level of detail, then you leave the other person guessing. They have to fill in the information that they don't have. And when you have someone who's worked with you for a while, they're likely to guess and to fill in the bits of information that they don't have better based on 
how well they know you and their experience of working with you previously. Or if they're brand new, they're likely to guess wrong because they're new. Specificity is gold in the way that it can transform the performance that you get from your team. And when I say the performance that you get from your team, I mean you telling people what you want and then walking away knowing it's being done, knowing that they're not going off on a tangent, knowing that they're making all the little micro decisions in the right way so that when something is given back to you, it's so much closer to your 100% desired result and maybe sometimes even beyond your expected desired result. Most people, most entrepreneurs aren't good at this. This is hugely challenging. So if you're sitting there listening, thinking, oh my goodness, I never go into this much detail. I don't have time to go in this much detail. I don't want to go into this much detail. I want you to know I totally get it. And if you're also sitting there feeling a little bit frustrated, disappointed, and wishing your team was doing more or producing for you something that was closer to your true in-your-belly desires, then this is probably your starting point. Most entrepreneurs aren't good at this, and I think there are two main reasons why this is the case. Firstly, as women, there is a lot of societal conditioning that actually blocks us from clearly asking for what we actually want. We subconsciously want people to work it out and somehow know the specifics, to know what we actually desire and want. And we put a bunch of stories around why we shouldn't have to be so specific, like this person should be able to work it out, it's obvious, or surely they could be able to fill in that gap themselves, or surely if they've done this for someone else before, then they should know what I want. Or we might have stories around ourselves and our ability to get specific. So the things that I hear is, you know, I don't want to be a micromanager. I don't want to be a bitch. I don't want to be seen mean. If I'm really specific and I detail out what I'm after, then, you know, maybe that'll seem demanding. Maybe if I'm vague, then I'll seem more easygoing and they'll like me more. Now, some of these things definitely aren't at the surface level, but they, these stories sit under our subconscious. And for what a, whatever reason, a lot of female entrepreneurs that I work with find it really hard to be clear and to ask specifically for what you want in a way that feels good to you. So if you're listening and you feel like, yeah, that's me, I find it hard to get really specific. I find it hard to be really detailed. I find it hard to ask for something in a really specific way without feeling like I'm being mean or demanding, then here is your permission slip for 2023. Permission to want what you want done in a certain way. Permission to ask for it and permission to step up and into your role as the CEO and be graceful and powerful in your ask and in turn become the most inspiring leader that you can be by empowering, truly empowering the other person to be able to succeed through that clarity that you've given them. The other person who you're delegating and handing things to wants to be successful. And the only way they can be successful and meet or exceed your expectations is by you telling them what you desire 
what your beautiful description and vision of success actually is and looks like. Boom, that's what empowering leadership actually is. That's what powerful, graceful leadership is. Being clear and not attaching stories or emotion to how it might be received. Being really clear, being really fair, being really transparent is actually the most empowering and inspiring thing that you can do as a leader. And therefore, like allowing the other person to step up and to deliver to their best capability and attempt to meet your desired success. So this permission piece, gosh, it's big. I talked to all my clients about it and it's been a huge theme in 2022. And I want you to take that concept, ask yourself that question, ponder on, am I holding back on the details of my ask? because I don't feel like I've got the right to ask for things. Ponder that. And if that's you, I really encourage you to dive into the stories that you're putting around why you're not being clear, why you're not being more specific, and why you know, you've got a story around being graceful and powerful as a CEO, being anything other than empowering and inspiring. Now, there's another reason that I see this lack of specificity coming up that I want to share with you today. And that is a lot of entrepreneurs that I work with, talk to, are friends with, a lot of people just aren't into the detail. They consider themselves more visionary. Their brain prefers to stay up in the ideas, big vision, thinking space. And because they're moving so fast and they want to keep going at pace, their brain finds it hard or it just simply doesn't want to sink down into the details that come when we start to think about the practicalities of what we're asking for or when we start to take our vision to the specific outcome that we're actually asking for. So what I see often happening is that sometimes the details that are required to be specific sometimes haven't even come into the thought process of some entrepreneurs. Now, I know a bunch of you are probably listening to that and smiling right now and thinking, yep, that's me. I want my team to work out the details. I want to have the ideas and I want to keep moving fast and throwing ideas out at people. And I want other people to work out the details. So totally get it. It's common. I hear that all the time. But I want to ask you this. Do you not care about the detail or is it actually a lack of discipline because you don't want to slow down and dive into the detail? Because where I see this going wrong and causing the frustration and the resentment is where people say, I don't care about the detail. You can work that out. But in fact, they care deeply about the detail And that comes through as big disappointment, frustration, or resentment when the result is provided and it's not what you'd hoped for. And then you realize, oh, this isn't what I wanted. And actually, there was a whole bunch of detail in this that you've gotten wrong. So at a surface level, it might feel easy to sort of park yourself in that, hey, I'm not a details person. I like to just, you know, think about bigger picture thinking and have ideas and I want other people to work out the details. While it might feel easy to park yourself 
in that category and to dismiss yourself as not interested in the details, I want to question or I want to challenge you to actually ask yourself, do I care about the details or am I just unwilling or not wanting to slow down for the 5, 10, 15 minutes that it might take for me to encourage my brain to drop into a specific visualization of what the result or the success that I'm hoping for actually looks like and what my real specific desired outcome really is and to take the 5, 10, 15 minutes it might take to actually describe that vision specifically so somebody can truly then bring that to life for me while you in turn speed up and do something else. It's interesting, isn't it? When we're trying to jam so many things in and we're trying to get so many things done, it's really easy to just fire off instructions without taking that pause to truly think, have I described in detail with a whole bunch of specificity what I actually want this person to do, how I want them to do it, what a good result would look like, what a great result would look like, what a bad result would look like, an example of something that I like, an example of something that I don't like, clarity on when I want to give my input, clarity on when I want to review something or clarity about which details I do and don't care about and clarity about you can make all these decisions along the way. So this detail that I'm talking about, the specificity of what you want, I find is definitely always there in your belly. And what I work with my clients on is teaching them that art, the art of getting it up and out of your belly quickly and clearly. So it only takes five minutes to actually hand it over to your team for them to execute and not waste their time filling in, guessing, filling in the details, going off on tangents and producing something that you didn't want and wasting everyone's time and money along the way. And I call this the art of specificity. And it's big and it's there and it will always come up until you get better at it. So next time you're feeling disappointed or frustrated and you think, ah, this isn't what I wanted, rather than looking at the person for the reason why you haven't got what you wanted, why didn't they do what I wanted? So rather than thinking like that, I want you to look in the mirror and ask yourself, how could I have been more specific here? What assumptions did I leave on the table? Where did they need to guess what I meant and what I was thinking? And the answers to those questions is your starting point to help you identify where you need to get better with your detail. And of course, if you want to dive into learning more about this, there are two options how I can help you with that. You can dive into my short course called The Fundamentals of Leadership, where in the first module, it's called The Art of Setting Great Expectations. And spoiler, it's all about being clear and getting specific. And it teaches you how to do that. So you can dive into that in a self-paced learning way anytime. It's over on my website. You can check it out. Or of course, you can work with me privately and we can work together on you getting better at this for each of the roles in your business, like really clear on what you want each person to be doing. And you'll learn the art of just how to actually 
download and get this up and out of your belly each time you want to start a new project, hire a new person, create a new role, or do something new in your business. So I've got a couple of new one-off options, a 45-minute rapid-fire session or a two-hour deep dive where we can really get to the heart of this. Or if you're at that stage where you want to get strategic and look at your whole team, then my three-month program option is really powerful. So of course, if you want to explore any of these, jump on over to the website, paulamans.com, go to self-paced if you want to check out the short course or book a dream team discovery call if you want to have a chat about how we can potentially work together privately. Okay, so that's it for today. I hope that's given you a boost of insight as to how you can get more from your team and how you can really quickly transform what they're doing and make it closer to your deepest desired result and in turn, make it even more enjoyable for you and them. So I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and I will be back in your earbuds next week. Happy New Year, everybody. Till then, have fun.